Hey guys and welcome back to the next episode of the Ultimate Fighting Podcast. I have a cold, so I do apologise for my horrible voice. I'm here with my co-host Max. How are you, Max? I'm alright, how are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm full of cold. <laughs> that's, 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 no one is good when they're full of cold, but no, we'll just, get through it. Just came off of being, being ill. Not COVID, I hasten to add. No. No one wants that shit. I did a test to make sure. <laughs> I'll probably have to do one actually, thinking about it. Um... So we're gonna get straight into things. Uh, there's been beef out of uh, out of the McGregor camp. Uh, McGregor put out a prediction the other day that he was gonna win the fight with a round four front kick to the face uh, and break his nose, and that's how he's gonna win the Dustin Poirier trilogy fight. Dustin Poirier had a had something to say about that, saying, "That's a fun prediction. You also predicted my found a donation to my foundation, then that, that your team stopped corresponding after the fight in January. See you soon. January 10th, paid in full." July 10th, painful. Uh, McGregor went on to say, it's a donation, not a debt. Uh, we've been making plans for the money that never came, so I can only think he's not been paid for the fight uh, from the UFC. So I deal with all my donations, so I know where money's going dot to dot, otherwise it goes walking. That I agree with. Um, I think anything personal that way has to be dealt with yourself, not by your team, especially when the kind of money they're talking, they're talking about, 500 grand. Um, uh, but then basically after that, Dustin Poirier said, yeah, it's, like, you know, it's not a debt. You're right, it's, it's 100% not a debt. Conor McGregor sort of rip into him, out, literally kind of out of nowhere. And um, I'm going to get graphic here by what he said. He said, you're ripped, you inbred hillbilly. Why do you think, do, why do you wink with your ears? <laughs> you're fucking brain dead hillbilly. 500k with no plan in place. You hang tight, fool. You must be new to money. The fight is off, by the way. I'm going to fight someone else on the 10th. Good luck with your old contract, kid. Uh, he said, my team does their due, their due diligence to make sure every donation meets its mark. My generosity is known. Uh, you will pay with your brain for your attempt at smearing my name. Shooting ass, shelling ass, bitch. Little bitch kicks from a shell. Good luck when you're caught. You're fucked. I think he also said that he will be fighting... I can't remember what he said. That I've lost it. Anyway... Is the fight off then? Does that is is McGregor put his foot down? And say, I'm not fighting you then because he's not happy with what he said. What do you think? See, I'm not too sure because if you look at his other tweet, when he obviously when he says when you're caught, I don't that could mean a punch or that sounds like when you when you when you when you're caught when you when I've hit you. Yeah, so I'm I'm hoping it's not off, but he could literally just say it's off and it would be off. Thing is, just right, like that, any other fighter, any other fighter says, well, I'm not fighting him. It's well, sorry, pal. You've signed a contract. You're fighting him. Mm-hmm. Unless you have a valid reason, like injury or anything like that, then you're fighting him. But I think in because it's McGregor, I feel like he could get out of it if he didn't want to do it. He would happily fight someone else, which I find interesting. I don't think you can just say because now Poirier was the first person to sign the contract. You can't now turn around and say, "Yeah, you're not fighting him, pal." Yeah, it's a bit weird. Very weird. Hopefully that fight does go ahead. Um, I know Michael Chandler has already spoken up, said he wants to take Dustin Poirier's place, which would be a good fight. Whether if uh, McGregor would win that fight is a different story. Who would win that fight? What do you think? I'm gonna. I, I would have to go for McGregor on that. If it's old McGregor, like we saw, it, he put a training video of him being all bouncy and kicking. Like I he saw used that. To be. Yeah. It, th- those are like the minor changes he needed to make in that fight. In, in the first Poirier fight to win. 
Sorry. Just stay off your feet. Stay on your... Yeah, literally don't that, stop. That's how he dodges the leg kicks. But because he was staying stiff on the ground, it was so easy to get caught. He had that karate stance where he never really had that before. He was all over the shop and that's what made him so hard is that he could jump in any way, shape or form. You didn't know where he was going. You didn't know where his next punch was coming from. In the Poirier fight, it was very obvious he was going to go straight down the middle and try for that knockout, but it just didn't happen for him. And what worries me with McGregor, like his prediction, I think his prediction was a um, a way to throw, to throw um, Dustin Poirier, because why would you tell someone, oh, this is how I'm going to beat you? Um, it's going to be in the fourth round. Because if I was Dustin going into the fourth round, I'd just be like covering my face the whole time. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not having that happen. Or just get close to him. So I think it was going to be... That was more of a, a ruse to throw that Poirier in the fight. Even though yeah, he's not. But in the back of your mind, you're thinking... If you go into that fourth round, you're thinking... I better watch myself here. Because if yeah. he pulls this off... Because he predicted this like months ago. It's, it's that mindset. It's about mind play that McGregor is so good at. And just by saying that... If I was Dustin Poirier going in that fight, I'm thinking... There's no way he's going to do that. No. But then, then, then there's that little bit in your mind then that says... What if he does? He might. He just might. And you then overcompensate. And that's when you make a mistake. And that's mm-hmm. when he gets you. Because you, you're thinking going to this fourth round, right? He's going he's gonna to hit with a, with a front kick. I better be careful. Then all of a sudden, bang, roundhouse kick. Spinning back kick. He gonna do, he's so good at that mind play. And that's what I, I, I fucking love about him. And that's what you, we didn't see in the in the first Poirier fight. There was none of that. There was none of that. It was all that Mr. Nice Guy persona and I, I can't help but thinking that was all fake probably, I, it probably was to be honest and I think him saying it because you know back you you go back on his old fights he's like yeah I'm going to knock him out in the first round mm-hmm. why is he saying he's going to be a fourth round knockout I don't know he he literally could be could be throwing him off and then going for a first first or second round knockout but then having that in the back of his mind just in case he does get to the fourth round just to confuse him a little bit because he won't know what to do. My problem is, is in the last fight he said he wants to prove to people he can go further than one two rounds. I know, I know he did it against Nate Diaz, but towards the end he was absolutely like gassed, like he could not fight anymore. He wants to prove to people he can go the whole distance and still be ready to fight again. The problem is with that, you I think in in this sport you've got to play your strengths. If your strengths are knocking people out in the first round, do it. Then do it. Just do it. You don't need to prove to anyone you can go all five rounds because you've done it before. Yeah, you're a bit knackered afterwards, but what, what, what people <laughs> wouldn't be. You're all professional athletes, giving it everything you've got to try and finish another person. You don't jog around the cage for twenty five minutes. You you throw hell for leather trying to knock someone out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think the fight's gonna be a good fight if it happens. But I know, excuse me, Marvin Vittori just fought, faced Kevin Holland uh, the weekend, just gone. Boring fight. I didn't enjoy it. A boring fight. <laughs> like, for, for us in the UK, if you guys, if people don't know listening, most of the time we have to watch fights at like, on UFC fight nights, it's normally about 2, 3 in the morning we get to the main card. And on like UFC 260, 261, all that kind of good stuff. We don't get to the main card until about six o'clock in the morning. Even when it's in Dubai, I mean, we had one. We had a Habib fight. No, sorry, we had a, a Max Holloway fight at about seven, eight, no, about ten o'clock our time, uh, which was like ten o'clock in the evening, which was like never heard of. No. And the Vittori fight that just went also happened about ten o'clock 
our time, which almost never happens. So we got to witness that at normal time this time. And normally we have to stay up ridiculously late. Excuse me one sec while I blow my nose. I am, I am glad we didn't have to stay up. Because I'd just be so disappointed staying up for that long and then... It's like staying up for the Leon Edwards fight. And uh-huh. you stay up so late and then... We literally did as well, didn't we? And then that's it. That's you poach him in the eye, he's qualified, and that's it. Move on. Mm. It's depre- It's so annoying when you, you sit up all night. Can, yeah, I know we're fight fans, so you should want to stay up all night no matter what happens. But when you sit up that late to watch two people you really want to see... Yeah, <clears throat> excuse me. All the previous fights are fun to watch. It's fun to see these knockouts. But then you, you get to the main card, the moment you've been waiting for, and it all comes to like a very horrible end, like an eye poke or just a really boring fight like the Vittori fight. I think Vittori, he did the right thing. He did what he absolutely needed to do. Uh, he trained for Darren Till. He got Holland on two weeks' notice. I think he had time to prepare for Holland still. Um... It's not like Usman would take Masvidal in six days. He wasn't prepared to fight Masvidal. So he went in with a different tactic. I think that was, it wasn't the same case with Vittori. He did what he needed to do and he got the win. A win's a win. Like Darren Till said, at the end of the day, he got he got the W. That's all that matters. Um, he doesn't care if, if it's a not an interesting fight or a really interesting fight because you know, he got what he wanted. and he got, he got his pay. Kevin Holland, quite... Literally need to work on his wrestling, like obviously. He's very good at getting up, though. Yeah, from from bottom position. His takedown defense is terrible. I know he got a knockout from like taking someone. As he got up, he got a knockout. It was um, Sosa, wasn't it? Yeah, and um, so you know, he can't do it, but yeah, he took the fight with Sean. But Brunson was the same. Like that fight, he just held him on the floor for. You know, 25 minutes, however long it was. I can't remember, it was a three or five round. So, Kevin Holland needs to go away. He needs to learn. But I think even if he focuses, really focuses on a takedown defence, stops the takedown from happening, you'd, you'd be fine. His striking is incredible. Because he's like McGregor. He can't, he can't wrestle for shit. <laughs> but his takedown defence is one of the best in the UFC. Mm-hmm. If you nail that takedown defence and you can't get taken down then you're fine. You'll be absolutely fine. So, if you guys didn't watch the fight, don't bother, it was boring. That, that's the conclusion. Yeah. Vittori has gone away and, and now he's saying he wants a title shot. <sighs> Mate, I'm not being funny. You've just beaten ranked 10 when you're going to fight, what, ranked 4? You've beaten ranked 10. Now, Kevin Owens is a good fighter, but he's ranked 10 for a reason. Mm-hmm. He stepped up because he was the only person who had the balls to do it. A fair play to him. Because he put a lot on the line. Because now he's got two losses in a row. Which looks looks shit in the UFC's half. It does, yeah. He took the Brunson fight. And lost. But then this fight, he took a short notice. So you could almost discount it from his record. Like, almost like it never happened. He He's just there to fill in the gap. His next fight, I think, needs to he needs to win. Um, I don't think he'd lose any contract if he loses his next fight. But Marvin Vittori does not deserve a title shot. I don't think he does. And if he does, I, I know exactly what's going to happen. I can see it now. And everyone in the future is going to do this. You, we've seen how to beat Adesanya now. Never been beaten before. 20-0. How do you beat this man? He's he's insane. He's really good. And then Jan Bohovic comes around. Yes, he's the bigger man. Yes, he's more heavy. 
And that was a big contributing factor, the fact that Adesanya struggled to stand back up because Jan Blachowicz was so heavy. We know he cannot wrestle that well. That's now a chink that's been exposed in his armour. He cannot wrestle as well or as good as we thought because he was doing so well. His striking is the best in the business, one of the best. I think that's what that's what Marvin Vittori is going to do. He's just going to try and wrestle him for, yeah. because the last one, the last fight they had was a split decision. Yeah, could have gone either way. And I think Vittori did the same thing in that fight. I think it was the majority of it was him wrestling. I could be completely wrong, but from what I remember seeing, I'm pretty sure he was mainly wrestling him. Yeah, well, that's the thing. That's that's what everyone will try and do now to beat until someone who's a little bit more savvy and a little bit stronger. Then Adesanya, Adesanya will lose, and I, I can't live in a world where Adesanya's not middleweight champion. You know, mm-hmm. I love him, I absolutely I love, love him. him. I was He's gutted amazing. when he lost that lightweight, lightweight, light heavyweight title fight. But when you actually think about it, there was no way on this planet he was ever going to win that fight. Mm-mm. He was so much lighter than Blowage. He was, he didn't have the power. His power didn't. Transfer as almost like McGregor, his power at featherweight was incredible. But you put that in lightweight, it almost kind of balances itself out. Like, yeah, you've just got average lightweight power now. Yeah. Well, before you had lightweight power at featherweight, knocking everyone out. But now it's just lightweight. He had lightweight. He was middleweight power. He was light heavyweight power at middleweight. But when he goes to lightweight, he has middleweight power. Mm-hmm. It's really weird how it works and how you put more. That's why I think. You, John Jones has an incredible fight in IQ. So, and yes, he could just wrestle in Ghana if they fight. But if he punt, I don't think he, he's not going to have heavyweight power. No. I think he will have light heavyweight power at heavyweight, and it's just going to be like a tickle to people like John Jones. Yes, you will still knock people out, like probably Derek Lewis, um, pe- those type of fighters. Um, Maybe not with the greatest greatest chins, just have raw power. But you're not gonna have that devastating knockout Francis Ngannou power because Francis Ngannou has mental genetics. Yes, he's worked to get to the build he is, but people like me, you Max, mm-hmm. we could never look like Ngannou no. unless we've <laughs> no aren't even close. Unless we took serious enhancement drugs, there's no way. Even then, we'd just be muscly. We wouldn't be stocky broad and powerful like he is I saw um, I think it was Joe Rogan saying it's like like people like Stipe there's a lot of people that are his size his weight but there's not really many people on earth that will look like Engano that will no. be that big that's that strong and that powerful and even if you look that big doesn't mean you're that strong no. that's what I think it is with John Jones He, I think he will get to the point of being that big and bulky I don't think he'll be that strong. But will he be able to deal with the the added weight? That, that's, I don't think that's so. another thing. Yeah, and he how, can train how slow for it. he'll be. I think he'll be a lot slower. He got to be. be a lot slower. You add on X amount of pounds. So the jump between lightweight and heavyweight, I'm sure, is like thirty five pounds, which is a lot. Well the jump between like welterweight and middleweight, I'm sure it's about 10, 20 pounds. It's not it's a lot, it's enough. To, to add all that on your body and some is going to be so hard for him. Yes, he can probably do it. There's no two ways about it. He's a great fighter. I just don't think the power is going to be there. The power he needs. No. 
But yeah, well, next week we've got an interesting fight next week. We've got Robert Whittaker versus Kevin Gastelum. Obviously, Gastelum taking this fight on a shorter notice. It was meant to be Paolo Costa, but uh, I think he's drinking too much too wine, much wine. <laughs> or something. I, can't, I don't know what his excuse was something this time. Interesting fight, to be honest. Um, looking at it, I think Robert Whittaker's got this in the bag. Kevin Gastelum's been a bit incognito for a while. Yeah. He's not had any big fights um, as of recent. Um, His last fight, he won by decision. And even that, that when, when was that? That was a while ago. When was Whittaker's last fight? Was that Cannoneer? That was Cannoneer, which he which he won, like yeah, that, comfortably that was, won. That was decision as well, I think. But he did he did do well in that so fight. Kevin Gastelum's last fight was... February this year where he fought a nobody um, won on decision he fought he lost in 2020 by a round one submission um, he lost twice in 2019 granted he fought Darren Till and Adesanya um, so before before his submission I uh, know for his decision win in 2021 this year February he hadn't won a fight in his last three fights he was on the urge of probably being dropped Probably. You know. So personally, Robert Whitaker takes that fight easily, but it's then what do you do after that? Do we see Robert Whitaker versus Robert Whitaker still I think he's ranked number one um contender. Do we see Robert Whitaker versus Marvin Vittori, which I think absolutely should happen. Mm-hmm. And then the winner of that fight then takes on Israel Asanya. But then I don't think it's fair to discount Darren Till. But then do you have Robert Whitaker fight so let's just say he wins do you then have Robert Whitaker versus Marvin Vittori and the winner of that fight faces Darren Till do you have Marvin versus Darren fight and that winner faces Whitaker then how long do you leave Adesanya waiting till he has his next fight you know yeah, he's not like you know, you had your man Sterling where he will sit on the title for 12 months because that's what Mirsic did he'd happily sit and not fight for 12 months because you know he didn't have to yeah Adesanya loves fighting though that's what that's what he wants to do I so, do apologise not like blowing my nose I just, I just don't know it, it, it's a hard situation now that obviously Dan Till's got Karen the Gorilla Till's got a broken collarbone but he, um, he will recover from that give him 8 weeks he'll recover yeah. um, fully recover then he can, he'll just be able to start training again I just don't think it's fair to have Marvin face Israel Adesanya when he hasn't really actually beaten anyone that credible um, while he's beating decent people he's not beating your Robert Whitaker. he's not beating you know your Darren Till he's not beating a big name like, I don't even think Kevin Holland is that big of a name yet purely based on the fact that he, well he's only recently coming up he's he's not Robert Whitaker fame he's not you know what I'm trying to say he's, I don't I can't I can't see them giving Marvin Vittori a title shot and I don't think he should have it so and with, with Kamazat Shemaev now actually not retiring because he decided he wanted to retire because his lungs were tanked and then and then, he, then he's like no I'm, no I'm not retiring you're not well, what are you doing then? are you are you are you or are you, are you not retiring make your mind up I don't know oh yeah, I don't I don't get that man I don't even know to be fair he probably does have tanked lungs like Covid has probably literally mm. run his way through his lungs I mean, he had to pull out of... Was it two fights? Two fights. Two fights because of it. But I know he had, like, the long, like the long effects, but I've, I've seen stories about this, about COVID, that p- people's lungs are affected over a year after yeah. having it because 
because that's what it does it just eats away at you and so will he go into his next fight come round two or three be absolutely knackered will it actually force him to genuinely retire if he can't go imagine if he gets a title shot is he going to go five rounds that, that that's the thing I, I probably not <laughs> it just depends how depends what his lungs are like it'll be interesting to see that's for sure I think he should get a three round fight before a five round fight just to make sure I think he'll get. I think I don't think he'll be getting any five round fights anytime soon. No. Um, he's got a long way to go yet. But I think the middleweight division is a very very exciting division. Hundred percent. I think it's gonna be incredible. So, well, some of the fights we're gonna see, probably Whitaker versus Idris Adesanya two, probably is gonna happen very soon. Um, in the next probably year or two. There's a lot coming up. But speaking of title fights. We got the most bullshit title fight I've ever seen in my life: um, Charles Oliveira versus Michael Chandler. Two great fighters. There's no two ways about it. But why the fuck has Michael Chandler been given a fucking title shot after one fight in the UFC? Good point. What? what I don't get it. I don't get it. He ain't done anything. He beat one person who, yes, he's a credible, creditable name, and yes, I get it. He was Bellator champion and whatnot. But you come into a new league, that's like a, a, a championship team being promoted to the Premier League and saying, yeah, fuck it, you can go in the Champions League, mate. You're good enough now. You can go in the Champions League. Go over there. Being the best. I don't get it. It's like India being given the World Cup final. Yeah, just play in the final, mate. You'll be fine. What? Why? I don't... I don't get it. I like Michael Chandler, but no. you. He should have had at least... One or two more fights, at least. Make him earn his place. I get it, he's a bit older. I get it, he might be retiring soon. But I can't help but think they've rushed it. I can't help but think that's, they thought... That's exactly what they did with Darren Till. They rushed him into a title shot against... It's not, even, it's not even rushing Chandler into a title. I think they've just rushed to get a champion in the lightweight division. Because mm-hmm. Habib retired, they're like, fuck, we need a champion. Like, now, uh, Charles Oliver and Michael Chandler. They just picked out, of, like, picked out of a hat. They had no logic. If they just waited... Maybe for Poirier to fight, and say Poirier won against McGregor the third time. I know Poirier was offered the fight. I know he turned it down to fight McGregor. Just wait, wait for that fight to happen. Then say to Poirier, right, you won or you lost, or say to McGregor, right, you won. Do you want the title fight against uh, against Justin Gaethje? Because Justin Gaethje deserves it more than mo- more than anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, I know he had a, just had a title fight and he lost to Habib, but you're facing Habib. What do you expect? Habib beats everyone. Habib's just a monster. <laughs> So, so then, then after that, so, so I think McGregor versus Poirier have the winner of that face Justin Gaethje for the title, and then by then Charles Oliveira could have had another fight and actually beat someone semi credible. Or you had Michael Chandler and Charles Oliveira fight, but not for the title. Have them fight, and then the winner of that fight gets the fucking title shot after the winner of say like Justin Gaethje versus McGregor or Poirier. But no, you've given it to Charles Oliveira, Michael Chandler, Michael Chandler, Chandler, one fight in the fucking UFC, and Charles Oliveira, who's beaten one creditable person. I know he beat fucking, what was it, Rob Kent? Rob Font? I can't remember now. He beat Kevin Lee. Kevin Lee, that's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> they beat him, but he beat him on like, he's washed up, he's washed. He then beat Tony Ferguson. I love Tony Ferguson. I love him. He's washed. He, he is. He's, he's past it. He's, he's past way it. past it at this point. You face, if that fight happened three, four years ago, five years ago, Tony Ferguson breaks his face. Mm-hmm. 
snaps and, his arm. And even on top of that, Ferg, back obviously when he was in his prime, Ferguson's wrestling was in. I mean, he graduated at University of Wrestling. Exactly. His wrestling was brilliant as well as his striking. I can't, I can't help but think he didn't want to win that fight. I don't think he did. He didn't even try to wrestle. He just let it out. Yeah. He's not fighting like he used he to. He could have tapped out when he had his... When he had the armbar, oh my Honestly, god, I, I felt I give sick. Him respect for that. His arm was just it was facing directions that your arm shouldn't be facing. He, he didn't. He didn't really do much. He just kind of was like, "Yeah, that's fine." He, he just get... laid there. I think he like, just do it. he knew the bell was coming, so he thought, "Okay, just do it, do it, do it." I'll just, I'll take the pain for the next few seconds. He, he loves pain. Though. At least I don't tap. The thing about Ferguson, he's he's like a pain junkie. He loves it. <laughs> it's adrenaline. He loves it. Absolutely loves it. So. I get it, you can't give Ferguson the, the title fight because, you know, he didn't do much. I can't help but thinking, unfortunately, I think t- Tony Ferguson does deserve a title shot because of his career he's had. And I don't, he, he's never actually been the champion, has he? Who, Ferguson? Yeah, he was interim champion. Uh, right? interim he, champion, yeah. He was never actually I'm the champion. I'm surprised that he's never been the champion. He was supposed to fight Habib like five times, Five times, ridiculous, but... I'd love to have seen him beat Charles Oliveira and then, then he would have got the title shot against Michael Chandler. I think he he deserved a title shot so much, like, obviously back then. But... It's, it's, it's a shame. It really is. Um, like, I think I think the interim... I get the I get the reason to have an interim title, but at the end of the day, it's pointless. It's not the real thing. Like Justin Gaethje, why do I want this? It's nothing. It's, it's, it's literally fucking nothing. It's like a sympathy bell. It's like, yeah... <laughs> By the way, the champ's like injured, so we're just going to give you this to make you look important and you can have the next title fight. Don't worry, sweetheart. It's like having early prelims and prelims. It's like you're not good enough to, to be the champion, but you can have a belt. It's like you're not good enough to be on the prelims, but you can be on the early ones. Just, just you have you early. People aren't really interested in you. You can stay there. Like, But we're going to have some... Later on, we're going to have some proper fights. I get it. Yeah. I get the reason to have it. I really do. You need to work your way up. But, but I think the interim champion is a cop-out. Yeah, I think it's just... Speaking of interim champion, we might as well have an interim champion. Now fucking Adjaman Sterling's like, oh yeah, I'm going to have surgery now, by the way. Right. I've taken my belt that I don't deserve and I'm just going to have a bit of surgery. Give it back to Pete Yan, he was winning that fight, arguably. But it's like, he said, he fucked himself. He goes, oh, you know, I've put this t- I've put this surgery off for so long. Why should I keep prolonging it? Because if you need it that badly for that long, why don't you get it sooner? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you now really need it. Fuck off, pal. No, now no, you've got the belt, the and now you have an excuse to take some time off, that's fine. Like PEN said, I bet any money he will not fight in five, six, seven months. He will long this out nine, ten, eleven months until he fights again. Because mm-hmm. I know you have to fight every 12 months as a champion. Bless you. Bless you. There we go. Bless me. Thank you. So I think he'll prolong that to the very last minute so he absolutely has to fight otherwise he's being stripped. Mm-hmm. I think he's a complete you know, a waste of time. Like, he's annoyed he's... me so much. Yeah. Wait, he's a bantamweight, isn't he? Is he bantamweight? <laughs> yeah. I know, I just think... There's so many people in bantamweight that I'd love to be champion. Sean O'Malley. So, Sean O'Malley, Dominic him. Cruz, Cody Garbrandt, Jose Aldo. <laughs> There's so many, P- but... I will stop sneezing at some point. Peter Yan. Peter Yan. He deserves it more than anyone. You know, but, yeah. I'm looking forward to the potential fight between Dominic Cruz and Sean O'Malley. Sean O'Malley just called Cruz out. Yeah, Cruz said he'll talk to his team about it. It's after... Um, 
Because isn't he out for a couple months? No, I think a month. He's got an elbow injury. And he uh, he said that he talked to his team once that it all heals up. Yeah. But yeah, we'll 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 finish this podcast on one more topic. The Jake Paul versus Ben Askren fight. It's happening in five days. It's this weekend. I ain't paying for it. No, I ain't paying for it. I ain't paying for it. No way. I, I've got no interest in watching that I'm fight. I'm not watching it. I'll see who wins in the morning. I'll look at the news and go, oh, oh okay. Jake, uh, Jake Paul, not Ben Askren out. Oh, surprise, surprise. Expected. Watch the highlight. Oh, yeah, good knockout, Jake. Well done. You beat someone who can't fucking strike, has never been known as a striker, was one of the best wrestlers in the UFC. And clearly has a chin. That's actually pretty fucking strong. Forget the Masvidal fight. He got mauled by Lawler. And then he just got up like it was nothing. Pound, pound, pound on the fucking face. And he just gets up like And wins the fight. <laughs> and wins the fight. He There's no like, there's no two ways about it. He has an amazing fight IQ. Mm-hmm. And he's got a strong chin. But Jake Paul has strategically picked this man. There's there's one or two ways this has gone. This is either rigged, and Ben Askren's being paid to let Jake Paul win, or this is a legitimate fight, and Ben Askren is doing this all for clout because the amount of attention his fucking social medias are getting are insane. He even even snapped back at fucking Masvidal. He never does that. He's never done that. Two years down the line, he finally spoke up because he's got all the fucking clout now. Mm-hmm. He wants people to see what he's saying. He said it was a lucky knee. Let's be honest here. It wasn't it, a lucky knee. It, it was quite... It was a smart knee. Like, he, he watched his fights. He knew that he always went for the takedown at the start. So he just banged him in the fucking face. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know how you could say it was the luckiest knee. I, 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 think, it was, I think it was luck in the fact that it knocked him out straight away. Mm-hmm. It was strategic on Masvidal and smart on Masvidal's part. I want to know what Masvidal was saying when he was like punching the floor and shouting something at him. And we ever found out, didn't no, we? No, I've always wanted to know what he was saying, but I don't think it's, it's ever been released. Never, I think he must have said it in an interview. Surely. Surely. Should we Google it? What did Masvidal say to Askren that comes up? Ben Askren. Oh, no. That's oh. different. That's Ben Askren firing back at Masvidal. Yeah. Said I made you famous. I don't believe that. Mm, It was the other way around. Pretty sure Masvidal made him famous. I didn't know who he was until Masvidal knocked him out. (laughs) Jorge Masvidal says Ben Askren retired too early. You got two losses. It's no big deal, brother. It's not. I don't know why he did retire, actually. He was like 19 and and oh. Going into that fight with Masvidal, he lost. To, I don't. I don't know who he lost to the second time. I did find out at one point. I've just completely point. forgotten who but it is. Nineteen and two is a good record. Like that's a. That's really incredible. Good that's a really. Especially good when he's only ever wrestled, he can't fucking strike. If you think about it, that's one one win less than Adesanya and one loss more. And if you think about it, that, that's good. That's not bad at all. He's not exactly old. He's thirty six. Yeah. So I don't know why he retired. To be quite honest, he wasn't. I, don't know. I think he would. I think he could have been champion if he kept going. Um, mm-hmm. There's no two ways about it. He was. He was a good wrestler. He was a. Re- he almost wrestled himself to to the championship. Damian Meyer. He Is that lost who to, He lost to Damian Meyer. Um, I think via decision. I can't tell. 
Oh no, David Meyer won at three minutes fifty four. I don't know if he knocked him out or what. Oh, in a in a no contest as well. So nothing interesting. So we'll do a quick fire prediction uh, to end this off. Um, Robert Whitaker versus Kevin Gaslam. I'm going Whitaker. Whitaker. Whitaker be a knockout, I think. Probably knockout. I know Kevin Gaslam has got a strong chin, but I think Whitaker's got good power. Um, we'll say the lightweight title. We'll probably discuss this further in the future because it's still a, way, a ways away. So, the lightweight title fight, tough fight to call. It mm. really is. You've got a, a jiu-jitsu specialist, I think he's a jiu-jitsu specialist, who's really good at striking and really good at wrestling. I think he'll utilise his wrestling in that fight because uh, Michael Strahan does have good power. I see Michael Chandler winning this fight though. I think he wants it. I personally think he wants it more. Um, I think uh, I think Michael Chandler's got that fight. I'm gonna go for Oliveira on that fight. Yeah, I it could. I think it literally go either way. It could, yeah. Oliveira could wrestle him for five rounds and win it that way. Yeah. Easily. Like, I've, I've I've never seen Michael Chandler wrestle. I've never seen his wrestling never skills. So that'll be interesting. Jake Paul versus Ben Askren. I say Jake Paul. Jake, Jake Paul knockout. Uh, I know I can't remember I always forget his fucking name but he was saying that Ben Ashman will win what he's going to do he's going to keep clenching going into the clinch with Jake Paul putting all of his weight on his arms Jake Paul's arms are going to get tired and that's when he's going to capitalise in the late rounds Yeah. personally I see Ben being finished before that happens so I'm probably going to say round 6 knockout round 5 or 6 knockout probably around the same to be fair I just I just have a feeling Jake's going to win yeah it's not no, there's no two ways about it. No. With that being said, uh, let us know your predictions. You can email us your predictions or you can ask us random questions. We, we will answer as many as we can. Um, if you email UFP questions, that's UFP uh, questions at gmail.com, um, we'll, yeah, we'll answer any questions or we'll discuss anything you want us to. Or you can go over to our Instagram, which is the ultimate, uh, just ultimate fighting podcast. And we'll see you all in the next one. Peace.